0: on this episode of Twisted and Misunderstood by Dominic and Alison Zenden, the Paranormal Podcast. This episode, some spooky alien abduction stories, stories that you may never have come across before. And if aliens are here, why are they here? How do they get here? And how come We have some of their craft in our hangars in Area 51. Listen lots more on the Twisted and Misunderstood, the Paranormal Podcast. Are aliens here? Are they on this planet as we speak at this moment in time? And if they are, why are they here? What is their agenda? And why do they abduct humans, cattle, and other animals? Many questions to be asked, and quite a few answers that come from various opinions. This first story that I have is about a man in Tobmordom, which is near Burnley in England. The, the area is primarily coal mines and coal mining, and people live and die in that particular area doing the same job generation after generation it's quite a poor district of england not that some well structured you know within the infrastructure of the whole place but it's got its charm and on a cold winter's morning there's nowhere more beautiful than looking across the hills So this is a story of a man that I will not name because this has been told to me. It's a real story, and it happened in Tom Maldon. Now, every now and again, this man would go off to work, come back. He would have his routines, get down the local pub. He would have his, his drinks, and he would be almost noticed within the society. He would just be a member of that group of people. Tom Molden was a place that was not really that famous for for UFO sightings. It had a few, but occasionally somebody would see a light in the sky. But on this one evening, when this man didn't turn up for his drink, and then the next morning didn't turn up for his work in the coal mine, the police got a little bit, you know, a little bit touchy about the fact that this man could have gone missing nothing had been said he had no problems no issues no difficulties so they thought nothing of it they just thought somebody wanted some time to themselves well this was until a man's body was discovered on top of a 30-foot coal heap now these coal heaps were dug out of the mine and they were built up and they were huge really really big if you have ever been to a a northern coal mining town or city you would see these big coal heaps they they really do line the the skies and on top of this 30 feet heap was this missing man but there's lots of strange things you know about the discovery of his body And nobody knows this was something that was done by an alien or by a human, but the circumstances were quite difficult to understand. He was laying on top, looking up at the sky, his legs apart, his arms wide, and it was like he'd been dropped from the sky on top of this coal heap. Now, further examination of this man's body showed no coal dust in his fingernails. Now, if he had climbed a 30-foot coal heap, he would be as black. You can imagine what it's like just you know, getting a little bit of coal on your hands, but his hands would have been black, his nails would have been black, his face would have been black. All coal would have been over his, over his clothes, but nothing. He was absolutely clean as a whistle. No coal dust. So how did he get to the top of that stack, laying on his back, looking up at the sky? It's really a mystery to everyone that would have known him. The post-mortem actually showed that he died from a heart attack. Now, heart attacks can be induced for many reasons, and I'm sure that there is lots of logical reasons why a person may have a massive heart attack. But just think of the circumstances where he was found. A massive heart attack on the top of a coal heap in the middle of a northern mining town with absolutely nothing on his person, no, no coal dust, no nothing. So how did he get there? Well, speculation was that somebody had actually dropped him directly from the sky onto a coal heap. And maybe that's how or where he died. The The heart attack was maybe induced by fright. What could be frightening? What could frighten this man who was in mid-health, good health, you know, 45 years old? What could frighten someone that much? Could it be that he had... An encounter with an alien spacecraft he had been abducted and had literally died from the shock from the stress from the anxiety and the aliens in their wisdom had just flown over the top of the coal heaps and just lowered his body on top where where he was found but the mystery of the man found prostate across the top of a 30-foot coal heap has always been a mystery nobody has ever in the years since and it's been about 30 years since his body was discovered have come forward and actually owned up to what actually happened that night that's the alien mystery of Tom Molden and if you've ever been there you would actually see that it would almost be impossible to climb one of those coal heaps and the only way he could have got to the top was if he would have been lowered there or dropped there and how would that happen okay another story that comes from the the west i think it's alabama in america with a young girl who you know you know she's 15 years old and her parents owned a big farm and that they left her at home alone by herself to go out for the evening and in Alabama in the summer she thought well how nice to be able to sit on the veranda and just look out across the fields you know it's a beautiful count you know beautiful place and she was sat there nine o'clock at night and as she sat on this on this balcony on this swing just relaxing and listening to the crickets this silver disc literally the size of it's about 30 foot round. It was, you know, fairly, you know, big, but not huge, huge, but big enough to, to really make you feel that you were a little bit, you know, it's a bit scary, isn't it? Actually, landed in the cornfield that she was looking over. Now the corn was so high; it, it was in July, and it was just coming up, ready for the the harvest in August. And two aliens got out off this craft and walked around the look of it they were taking little samples and just surveying the scene got back into the craft and took off again well but you can imagine it yeah if you've seen something like that you're going to question what you've just seen aren't you you're going to think hang on what has happened there have I been dreaming did I fall asleep was it something that that was in my conscious mind People in Alabama don't think about UFOs. This was a farmer's girl that hadn't had a thought of an alien ever and never really considered the fact that there may be aliens or we may not be alone in the universe, let alone think about strange flying disks or saucers that could be alien spacecraft. So very highly unlikely to make up a story like that. But all, all the same, she waited till her parents came back the following morning and she told them she said that what had happened and her father went mental he didn't believe her he thought that she was making it up to grab attention thought that everything was you know being put there for for a reason and she had a bit of a hard time explaining what had happened and being believed well the evidence of their visit was left Below the crops, there was a, where the actual saucer landed, it left a disc-shaped, round-shaped circle in the ground. And her father saw this circle and decided that this couldn't possibly be so. So he decided to take all the crop down. And he went out in his combine harvester a bit early and took the whole wheat field down So and then decided that, What they did in those days was they burnt the stubble. So he burnt all the stubble down and thought nothing more of it. All the traces had gone. There was no, no indication of what had happened until the following year when the grass started and the corn started to grow again. And lo and behold, in the field, this circle shape, reappeared almost like it had been etched into the wheat and that circle shape still stays in that field to this day in fact it's become quite famous in america people go and visit it and the farmer and his wife and now the the lady that was his you know that is his daughter they've had to wring the piece of land off and eventually they decided because they were so pestered by visitors that wanted to come and see the circle in the in the in the ground they, they actually dug it out and made a made a pond and put a pond there instead because they got so many unwanted visitors coming to their ranch but the girl to this day still talks about the aliens that landed in the field near our home on that summer's night back in 1980 in alabama USA. I hope you're enjoying some of the alien stories that I've collected over the years. My name is Dominic Zenden and if you wish to get in touch you can do so on my website which is mindsite.org. Mindsite my is m-y-n-d-s-i-t-e.org and on that particular website you can find a contact page On the homepage, just scroll down and you can send me a message, ask me a question, or interact. Alternatively, you can leave a message here on the podcast. Come on and say hello. Tell me where you're listening to this particular alien encounter stories from, or let me know subjects that you want to be able to listen to or hear about. I've been investigating the paranormal for over 20 years, I've been a working medium since i was young so last 38 years working as a medium and i'm also a writer of seven books which can be found on amazon.co.uk this third story of an alien abduction comes from a truck driver that i was lucky enough to personally interview about his experience he was a night time trucker Every night, he would pick up his truck from the depot, load it up with the goods, and drive it around about 200 miles north to where he would actually use and distribute his cargo before returning the following morning. And this was his routine, and he did this just about three times a week. Now, the roads in America, not that friendly sometimes, and... A trucker on his own with a cargo can be a target. So in his truck with him, he kept a revolver. Now, this was his revolver. He kept it loaded with six bullets in the chamber, ready in just in case. You never know. He's heard quite a few stories of trucks that have been hijacked doing the same route as him. And on this particular night, he did nothing different he set out on his normal routine to actually drive the cargo the 200 miles to the depot so he gets about 50 miles into the journey and decides to just pull over and have a cup of coffee out of his flask and just wait you know for 10 minutes just just to you know gym up a little bit and the next thing he knows right now this is really strange Okay. And he describes it to me to this day, and he said to me, this is so not me. I'm not a believer in paranormal, in aliens, spacecraft, or anything. So <laughs> he sat on the side of the road. Next thing, he's at the depot, 150 miles north from his normal destination. The petrol gauge on the truck is still on full. Well, diesel gauge as it is the gas gauge, and the speedometer shows that he's only done fifty miles, but he's hundred and fifty miles on, and he looks at his watch, and it's eight hours later. But not just the disturbance of looking at the petrol gauge, and also the mileometer. He actually finds, when he looks down to the side of the seat next to him, his revolver and six empty shell cases. Now, he has no recognition or recollection of what's happened. He has no idea how he's got to be where he is. He's got no idea how those eight hours have gone. Even if he was to drive there, it wouldn't have taken him eight hours. And he has no idea why his shotgun, his pistol, or his handgun is on the seat next to him, empty. So that's really weird and really strange. And he decides, well, I can't rationalize this. I can't think of why this has happened to me. I'll just do what I have to do. I'll just get on with my day. And I'll just return back, drive the truck back. And and just really put it down to just a really odd, odd situation. Even though he has no explanation, he doesn't think that anyone else is going to be able to give him an explanation. So that night, day off, asleep in bed, trying to figure out what's happening and, and where he's going. And he's looking up as he lays on his bed. And he can see through the ceiling. <laughs> this guy has been... For some reason, able to see through objects, see through things. Moves over, looks at his wife. He can see through her. He's got X-ray vision. His, his eyes are able to penetrate and see beyond walls and ceilings and skin. And oh, it's just really, really weird. So he decides that I'm going to have to go and do something about this. So he went to see a regressive Therapist, so he could actually maybe find out what happened to those eight hours of missing time. And in those eight hours, the story that he actually tells under hypnosis is quite a scary one. It's of an alien spaceship coming down and two little aliens approaching his truck whilst he's actually sitting there drinking coffee. Uh, (laughs) He then gets out his revolver and shoots this alien six times and in the regression he says it sounded like it was going the bullets were just going into a tin can so the conclusion that you would draw is this alien's a drone or a robot or an android (laughs) and he talks through this really really lengthy abduction situation where he's all his clothes are taken off him he's had things taken out of his body he's put into this real um he described it as a gel he says it's really cold but he could still breathe but he just felt like he was in a dream suspended animation if you like and he thought at that time this was something that was really quite terrifying he just didn't know what was going to happen to him until he found himself back at his truck with no memory Know anything about what had actually happened, and the truck had literally been taken 150 miles down the road. So that's his story. The x ray vision faded, but the memory that he actually reproduced from this story has stayed with him even to this day. He still puzzles because he, he just does not believe what actually occurred. He doesn't hit him in the, in the mind as his belief structure, but he always, always remembers what he said on the regression. And his alien encounter is one of the more spookiest. It's one of the scariest stories that I've actually come across in my time investigating alien abduction. So why do aliens come here? what is their purpose coming to this planet well i've heard several things i've heard that they come because they want to examine and take specimens and samples of of the human race and the and the animals on this planet well that could be likely could it be that they do that because they're just interested in the history or could it be that they're here for for that reason maybe they come in for tourism reasons they want to see this planet and also sample the food. You know maybe they don't have that. And I have been sort of told that food is something that is, is very scarce across the universe, and these aliens and some of the, the types of species that are visited live for you know many hundreds of years. They don't die as young as we do. Their, their societies have fixed a lot of the problems that, that we currently have within our own existence. So you know, boredom may be a part of it. Maybe the capability of being able to travel across the galaxy, and come and see wonderful worlds that are incredibly interesting to go and have a look at. Plus, maybe there's some aliens that may have had a part in producing us. Maybe they have that, and they they want to come and watch our progress. There's a another theory as well about aliens. You know, are aliens really aliens? Are they not us from the future? Now, I always like to think that we're going to evolve and become, you know, past the spacefaring and, you know, join the, the universal intergalactic, you know, councils and, and join in with all the other life forms that there's likely to be out in the universe. Now, if that's so, if there's such a wide community of alien life out there, then what would stop us in the future being a part of that community and could it be that some of the encounters that we see are us coming back to look at how we were so it'd be very fascinating I'm sure that there's bits of our time history that would be very interesting for us to go back and visit I'm sure we would like to go back and watch some of the the things that happened in our history because history is always recorded by the victors, the people that win the wars or the battles. And it would be nice to go back and see what really happened, not just what is said that has happened. And for aliens or for ourselves, as an evolved race, it would be very tempting. See, there's certain things that don't fit for me within the alien abduction, alien sort of um, the things that have been built up over the years. I, why would aliens... You know, fly spaceships that have lights on. They don't need to be seen. You know, is it that they want to be seen? I don't know. Yeah, but why would you put a light on a ship if you were going to visit a a planet that you didn't really want to interact with? So the lights in the sky doesn't quite work out for me. I don't, can't figure out sometimes either why an alien spacecraft could travel vast light years across the universe and then get to this planet and crash, or be shot down by something. You know, that doesn't quite you know, manifest in my mind as something that's real. I then believe that their technology, if it was so superior to ours, that we would be able to affect it in any which way. It would definitely stay south. It's stealth. You know, we're, we're, we're looking at invisibility now as a race. You know, we're, our warplanes are become invisible to radar, and they're working on how they can improve that invisibility so they have no signature in the air. Those things would be uh, for a technological race that could travel across the universe or across star systems totally capable of doing that. So. There's certain things that I think that are fed to us because they want them to be sensationalized. But the aliens that visit would be curious. They would be wanting to see where we were. And I also think that there may be some time travel involved with us revisiting parts of our own history that we haven't really been at a party to. This has been Dominic Zenden for the Twisted and Misunderstood podcast, talking about aliens and some spooky alien stories.